this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? Okay. Oh my God, we're going. We're rolling. Oh, little butterfly, or is it a moth? Anyway, um, I'm at um, McGregor Provincial Park, and sitting comfortably in my campsite. I arrived here about uh, ten after one this afternoon. It is uh, Friday, May the fifth. And I'm here until uh, Monday. It was a nice uh, three-hour drive, and uh, a lot of it, once you get off the 401, the 410, then Highway 10, you're on a little lot of rural side roads. It's very pleasant. A lot of farmland. And uh, then here we are right on, uh, on the edge of uh, Lake Huron. But, of course, can't see that from the campsite. Could be anywhere. This is a road trek gathering, so I'm facing one right now across from me, and uh, I think I've got a sheet of paper here. There's about 20 road treks here, uh, so close to 40 people. A lot of them are couples. Um, yeah, like they plan this in advance, and uh, a couple of the ladies who uh, were just by here chatting. I've known from previous group camps. And uh, I'm feeling a little, mm, annoyed at myself, maybe, for engaging in gossip. And I know if you follow any Buddhist, (laughs) you know, right ways of behaving, you don't say nasty things about people. Uh, And I kind of went there. Um, with these two ladies who had who went further than I did in terms of gossiping about somebody else, but it was really it was very uncharitable, and I kind of headed us in that direction to talk about a a a, a couple uh, that we would all know, and there were reasons for it in just that. Uh, but it was it was it was low it was very low very uncharitable and i felt afterwards like you know halfway through once we got into it and they were stepping up the game saying not such nice things about um a person and and you know halfway through then i realized what well, why why how why did we get here why are we here i started this i think and I felt really bad, uh, because on the way up here, I was so grateful. I was expressing gratitude on the drive. I was reminding myself and wanting to remind others, like you, the listener, if you're uh, if you're living a good life without war, without hunger, without fear, you have an awful lot to be grateful for because the most of the world is just simply not like that. And you better be aware. You have an obligation to be aware of how good you have it. And I, I still 
I mean, I've brought this up many times before on the podcast. I still don't know what I have to do in return, but I guess it's sort of one of the things I should not be doing is saying unpleasant things about other people. And it's it's not even like they deserve it. I think the 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 faults we found with a person, I don't think they're even aware of it. And I, and it just was just unkind. And I, I'd kind of like to erase it from my memory or from my from my uh, long list of things I feel guilty about. But uh, I don't think I can. And maybe making a confession to you is is an attempt at uh, clearing the slate a little bit. I have I, I have sinned. I have insinuated things that are not kind about somebody and and realized too late that that wasn't a good thing to do and it was a totally needless thing to do and 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 just wrong god damn okay i guess we it's probably not not something you really need to hear um but it's it, you know i get stuck on these things i'm trying i want to be a better person and there's a whole lot of me that's just not such a nice person I would never do that to the person's face. Maybe that's worse, you know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, usually in the old days, I would be having a beer by now or maybe even thinking about my second beer because the first thing you did when you camped, it's like taking a pissing against a tree and then opening a beer. Um, but uh, no, I've been eating sweets. I had a donut. I had a little pudding. I had... Uh, Oh, something from the microwave, a little, these tasty little, sort of a breakfast type thing with eggs and bacon, and uh, they're quite good in a in a bun, I forget what they're called, they're not even a bun, like almost a, um, an egg roll type thing, shell, you know, and you just heat it in the microwave, and that was very tasty, I'm glad I picked them up, that was when I did food shopping yesterday, knowing, ah, get up in the morning, maybe you don't feel like frying eggs, but, uh, ooh, one of these will do the trick. So, yeah, just getting started. I, I can see already I'm uh, I'm wasting your time and mine. Uh, it's the sky is blue above us, beautiful blue. Uh, a lot of the trees are bare yet. Uh, the birds are out and chirping, and the little chipmunks are around. Um, and um, I think I'll just stop there and uh, and come back to you. I have not had a toke. Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe just put a different spin on things. I'm I'm almost I'm afraid to have a toke almost. Like what's going to do to me? Where is it going to put me? And and I think I've got to um get past that point. So stay tuned. Scarborough dude signing out from site 212 on the Foxway Trail or something like that. In uh, McGregor Provincial Point Park. Bye for now. Okay, this is, uh, I don't know, maybe an hour later from uh, the last time I talked, uh, feeling guilty for the gossip I engaged in. And then, uh, this is an hour later, I had this observation that 
the reason for doing that, there was actually a driving motive. I didn't know at the time. But I realized, I came to reflect on it and realized that one of the reasons is it brought me closer to these two women. When you engage in gossip or talking something about somebody else who's not present, it has a way of bringing you closer. Um, You know those people a little more. You've shared a secret or something. And uh, that, that could have been my motivation. It could have been why. I did that because I was really trying to understand why. What did I gain from that? And maybe, and, and in fact, in real life, I think it did. Yes, we shared something. We, And each person said a little more. And uh, then I watched the two ladies engage on the same topic that we had gossiped about. And uh, so, yeah, there was, a, there was a, a, you know, one of these... My cousin used the term million psychological propellers driving us, you know, the the things we can't trace. But um, the reason, you know, one of the many factors tipping the scales towards doing or not doing something. Anyway, I did have a talk, and uh, I'm glad I did. I had a few little puff-puff-puffs. And um, it has, you know, like Robert Service, seemed some part of a day I had rude. Although the truth is, I never really rude the day. It was a great day. I enjoyed it from the start. But uh, I just, that one little bump in the road, that one little bit of gossip that I felt guilty about. And now, to some degree, I've resolved it. You know, there is a reason why, you know. And the people who were talked about will never hear it and, and won't know. But it's... Uh, I, I I really do have to let this go. But uh, that's how my brain works sometimes. You know, this critical analysis all the time. What did I do wrong? I think the birds just answered, nothing. So I'll uh, stop this again. I'll get back to you a little later. I still haven't had that little walk. I'm going to take a stroll, but boy, I sure have to be. Make sure I'm using the uh, the stroller. Bye for now. Chick chick. It is uh, just after six p.m. and I am back at my site here at uh, McGregor Provincial Park. I'm looking across at the site just across from me, which is empty right now. Uh, it's reserved, but uh, they haven't arrived yet, and it's all sunshine. It's all sunshine. I really should be sitting there. And my site has this wonderful row of trees, which normally you'd love because they're, they're nice to look at, but they also give you some privacy. But it's full shade. So uh, let's see, where will the sun be tomorrow? Well, yeah, I'll get the sunshine in the morning. That'll be all right. But now it's a cool. Anyway, I uh, took a walk and visited the two ladies I know well who have adjoining sites, and that's where the group campfire will be tonight. Um, and, uh, then, uh, one of them, I, I guess I'm not using their names right now, but I could, it doesn't make any difference, but, uh, anyway, one of these kind women, um, said, oh, can I join you on your walk? And I said, sure. And, uh, well, no, I said, F- I, one way or the other, doesn't matter. She said, do you want to do it alone or something like that? Maybe. And I said, no, either way is fine. If you want to join me, great. 
So we did a nice little circle tour. I found out there are some very nice washrooms and showers not that far. And it is easy enough on this road to maneuver with the uh, four-wheel walker. So that is also good. And uh, I spent some time chatting. And then by the, I guess it was earlier on, like normally people will drop off a load of firewood at the group campsite, you know, and I didn't, uh, of course I didn't bring any wood. And it occurred to me, and this is, I'm talking about the same two women who I was gossiping with at the beginning of this podcast and feeling badly about it and then having that revelation. No, I did that because I was deepening our, our connection here, our friendship, you know. Uh, in a, you may think, a perverse way, but that's that's what sharing stories is all about. And um, anyway, I decided then, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give each of them a copy of my book. I brought a few books with me, naively thinking, oh, gee, maybe I'll put them on my table. Somebody will notice and I'll offer to sell them, two for $30. Um, but instead, when I thought about, no, that's a nice gift. Give one to Pam, one to Heather. And uh, it's kind of a thank you for they've always, you know, they were looking out for me. They gave me advice. They said, listen, carry your keys in your pocket. If you fall, just, you know, beep on your car key. We'll come and find you. And uh, give me advice, telling me to put the brakes on when I was sitting down on my uh, my uh, Nexus here. Said, I'm going to keep hounding you if you don't put the brakes on. So people who are, you know, good people, good people, and uh, will look out for... Uh, for me. So uh, it just seemed the perfect thing. Yeah, okay. Talk about deepening the friendship. You don't get much deeper than uh, handing them a book with 50 years of your life in it. Uh, with all the uh, the ups and downs. So uh, Pam was very pleased. I didn't give the uh, Heather hers yet. I'll go over and do that later. But uh, I'm I'm happy about that. So <laughs> this weird start to this podcast of me feeling embarrassed... Is actually going in a in a in a direction that may have been inevitable, uh, but sometimes we just don't understand how things work out, and and what's happening now is is the right thing. Everything is good. Everything is as it should be. I guess that's what I'm saying. Everything is as it should be, and uh, with that, I'll have another. I got one glass of wine, and this is the leftovers from the bottle that I drank with cousin Dave. Uh, when he was with me, in, uh, or when I was with him in Russell. And shortly after the last glass, I threw up. Hoping it doesn't happen today. Don't think so. Nothing wrong with it. All right, that's all. Just a little catch-up on, uh, you know, the minutia of, uh, of my life and trying to understand and trying to do the right thing and trying to be friendly and trying to be a good person and somehow just fitting in. T-T-Y-L. And good morning. I am still horizontal. It's uh, just after 8. This would be Saturday, May the 6th. Um, looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Very cool last night. The temperature dropped here. And, uh, of course, that makes, for me, perfect sleeping. Absolutely wonderful. I still I slept right through the night. 
still in the sleeping bag. I um, attended the group fire last night. It gets so big. There's there's probably 40 people there last night or close to it. So they had one big fire and then a couple little fire pots and another little fire. And uh, people just sat around. It was a beautiful moon rising up. And uh, full, look, look, full moon. Absolutely gorgeous coming up through the trees. That was a highlight. And um, it's hit and miss with where you sit in these crowds, who you're beside, who you choose to talk to, or how far you can go in a conversation. You know, it just, it all depends. But I try and make something out of, out of, out of each encounter. Um... Somebody sat beside me who uh, seemed very a retiring teacher who was not retiring. I mean, she was out there and funny. I was sure she was high. So I um, I reached in. I had her hold my beer, uh, literally, and, and reached in and pulled out. I had a half a gummy left. So I ate that there around the fire. And I didn't really feel anything, and that was fine. And then came back lay down, put on the uh, Lightfoot's Greatest Hits, Volume 2. And, oh, my God, there was such a time distortion. Each I couldn't tell if I was hearing the song again, if it was on repeat, if it was moving forward. The song seemed so incredibly long, and the choruses seemed to repeat. It, it really was quite weird. It was quite intense. Uh, I couldn't make out the words. I was sort of lying here, and I've got one speaker over my head that uh, I was I was struggling to uh, to hear. But uh, anyway, just a little bit of time distortion. That was all, and I guess intensity. Yeah, that was one of the, uh, the when I listened to the record of Edmund Fitzgerald, I really I really felt the horror of. Uh, those men going down in the dark sea in a storm, you know, and uh, knowing they're drowning, never been seen again. And what, what a wonderful commemoration that Lightfoot wrote that song and sings it and uh, acknowledges the loss to the families of those men, sailors who drowned. Anyway, here it is today, a new day. I'm thinking ahead what I have to do. Or, yeah, it is what you have to do. You have to eat. You have to take your meds. So I'm thinking, okay, do I do juice? Do I do coffee? Do I do that banana milk? Do I go for one of the chocolate banana muffins? Yeah, I think we'll start with that. Do I cook eggs and bacon? I don't know. Cold cereal? Yeah, maybe that. Anyway, I'll keep you posted, but just uh, checking in to say uh, it was a good night around the fire. And, uh, y- you know, like I say, the conversations really vary. And you can encounter people who are a bit repetitive or who uh, make a short story very, very long. I know I'm guilty of that, but... Uh, I like to think <laughs> I I keep it interesting, but um, I'm beginning to realize maybe that's not the 
quite the case, Ken. Maybe you haven't been interesting for a very long time. But uh, so be it. I'm still going to do this for me, if no one else. Scarborough Dude signing off in the early morning. Time to get the day started soon. Bye-bye. Check, check. You boy. I think this uh, episode got off to a bit of an odd start. Um, so, I'll chime in now in a different headspace. I'm reading and uh, very much enjoying this book by Sam Lipsight, author of the New York Times bestseller, The Ask. And this one's called No One Left to Come Looking for You. And it's just about the East Village in New York City, uh, back in time with punk bands. And what's fun is the villain is a uh, real estate developer, Donald Trump. He's sort of in the background, he's, you know, when it comes up in a few pages, but he's clearly written in as the villain who's taken away this New York for the people, and it's going to be all about money and investments and property. The uh, the story centers around just these, what would be considered low lifes, you know, trying to get a band together, be a sound, and, uh, and, and sorting their lives out, you know, a young people's story. And by God... I'm really glad I picked it up. And it's just something that I never would have come across would it not be for the new arrival section at the library. Uh, but now that I've found them, I think yeah, it's, you know, good to uh, discover somebody new. So I'm happy about that. I'm just about finished. Only a few pages left. And then two other books. The other, oh, good. I'm looking forward to the next one. My God, that's the Leonard Cohen uh, book of uh, his early writings and, uh, and uh, I guess, kind of a novella or a short story. So that, yeah, wow, that's going to be a treat. But I needed to finish this one. I did not want to mix up those two. Because um, this one, the whole background of the whole story is about music and bands. Recommended. Anyway, I've uh, just, I guess I wanted to check in and say, wow, I'm so glad to be camping again. I, I know I'd been looking forward to it, but it almost forgotten. The, the little things like my bowl of cereal this morning. At home before I came, I got a nice plastic container and I mixed three different kinds of cereals, you know, oats and flakes and uh, whatever, rice squares. Anyway, mix them all up, put them in a bowl and just add cold milk and just that much. Sitting on the picnic table, I actually put out a tablecloth. That's a step forward. That's a good thing. And just, you know, use my favorite spoon, the one I was going to put up sale for $25. My red spoon bought it uh, uh, Honest Ed's, long since gone, a piece of Toronto's history. That spoon, oh boy, oh boy, 25 cent spoon. Maybe I should sell it for 25 cents because, uh, you know, I just hope that it went into the hands of somebody who'd really appreciate it. But again, I think it's more of a wall decoration. I don't think... After all the use I've given it, anybody would feel comfortable sticking that spoon in their mouth and licking it. <laughs> so it's art. It's art. It's not a, a utensil to be used. It's art. Uh, God damn, yeah, I love it. And uh, anyway, I played a little Lightfoot, cleaned up the kitchen, and now uh, that's fun. I got my container. You get your system. I know I talked about this every time I go camping, but you get your system, and then things just get 
smoother and easier. And each person has their own style, their way of doing things. Because it's, it's your little mobile home, you know, and so you got to have stuff. You're going to have plates and dishes and food and place to sleep and the toilet, and you're going to have all those things. But I make very good use of the microwave. And uh, and already I'm thinking ahead to lunch. Okay, I had the boiled egg, I had the cereal, I had some, had a donut, I had a chocolate banana muffin, you know, and I've had my little frappuccino. This is my one indulgence. I get these Starbucks frappuccino, two little uh, bottles, mocha, and it's just a nice sweet milky drink. And uh, anyway, and already I'm thinking again, what I'm going to have for lunch, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to have a uh, peanut butter and bacon sandwich on a very nice bread that I've got. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Peanut butter, bacon sandwich. Didn't bring mayonnaise. Oh, actually, I do have a little mayonnaise. Yes. Uh-huh. One I saved from... Whatever, some drive-through thing. Oh, can't throw out of this little extra unopened package of mayonnaise. Anyway, uh, I haven't done a walk yet, a circle, you know. No call to use the washroom just yet. Could visit friends. Friends have already visited me. I think um, Heather came by and I gave her volume two of my book as a thank you again for them organizing all of this. And it is quite something, you know, to... And all this is done on a Facebook group, uh, Road Trek Canada. And uh, somebody will pick a date, pick out a site. I'm going to be here. This is where the campfire is going to be. And uh, I would recommend booking in this circle. And that's what this entire circle is just road treks. And uh, a good weekend is picked. It's not sunny now. It's overcast, but it's certainly not raining. And uh, cool, but it just feels cozy in my nice red plaid shirt. Yeah, it it just you, you you reach a certain degree of comfort when you're camping, uh, and things just feel good. And it doesn't hurt certainly having a toke. Um, I wasn't sure. I've been very uncomfortable about smoking recently, but uh, last night I had uh, I had some. It went over well, and uh, I had the gummy, and it didn't kick in till I was lying in bed listening to Lightfoot, and the music just seemed to go on forever. Each song seemed. Uh, at least double the length it should have been uh, in effect of the of the uh, THC kicking in just warped the time a little and I kept thinking is that on repeat you know what's going on here hope I haven't already told you this but it's it's possible anyway no faults I've been careful I've got my chair out with uh, extra cushions on it little table for my book and my weed and my phone and everything and uh, the walker nearby, and a cane handy. And it's just a matter of getting in and out of the road trek for this and for that. Maybe even maybe even end up putting on a little music and having a, a little lie down this afternoon. Because it's always so cozy to do that. So, uh, all is good. That's That's all I wanted to say. All is good. I'm glad to be here. It's important for me to be here to say, yeah, I can still do this, you know. You do get, um, or it's possible to get kind of defeatist and, uh, you know, give in to your body's uh, weaknesses when you got to push back a little. And uh, this is kind of an easy pushback. My biggest job is just back in the van in 
to the tight spot. And, and now that I look, it's quite wide. And uh, I think it was um, Pam maybe last night told me, no, the, the rule is they have to be wide enough. Every entrance has to be wide enough for a fire truck to get in. She didn't know if that was true or not, but that's what somebody told her. I figured, yeah, it sounds like Ontario. Anyway, boys and girls, it's uh, it is yours truly, this carpet in 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 a good space. I just rolled a couple of turns. That was another nice thing to do, you know. And I got all my stuff handy. All right, clipboard with some paper on it. Here's the bag with the weed. Here's a little tin of um, uh, those uh, cough drops, you know. Fisherman's friend, a nice vintage tin of that with my papers inside. And here's my little holder with the pre-rolled joints and my lighter Canadian lighter yeah just anyway little things like that little little treats so the, the complexities that can make up well, certainly they make up my life the things that I've kept and I think that is something I've really is a puzzle to be solved they they have so much meaning and, and of course the question is should they well what really should have meaning, and, and I often turns to thoughts of my wife, to Naoko. This is, this is what has meaning to me. This. I say this. I mean, being married to this person, having this person in my life all this time. The, a very, very unusual woman. I mean, and I, I say that, and I know some people have met her, and you wouldn't have, you, you know, she's a person that's, uh, you, you can meet the person on the outside, but there's a is a deeper, a very strong person inside, and uh, uh, just a, a person quite special. I know it. It, uh, it seems weird because I see a lot of couples here. You know, people they're they're coming together and doing this this thing. This is what they do. They have their road trip and they drive off and they take their holidays. I think, oh. Ours doesn't work like that. This is I use this sort of as my solo. It's like uh, going off on a fishing trip to the cabin or something, and it's a guy thing, and it, it's not a problem. I mean, it's Knuckles very happy to have her weekend free to do what she wants and set her schedule, and it's not like we're tied to each other that way. And it's just you know, hopes all have a nice time and uh, stay safe, don't fall, be careful, enjoy it. And uh, with full blessing. So it's a natural thing. And this just simply wouldn't be fun for her. This is, for me, being here, what what do I want to do? Nothing. I want to eat some food. I want to enjoy it. Maybe I want a little jay. I want to read. I want to sit in my chair. Maybe take a walk. I don't really want to do anything. And the people, you know, I meet, uh, they just would not be fun for the the small talk. This would be, uh, this would be... And cruel making her come here and join in on this. Um, of course, never would. The thought would never come up. But just this this would not be her idea of fun. Same way her visiting vintage shops and, and finding something and taking it home and washing it and then going up to the sewing room with this piece and that piece and creating a new, very stylish outfit. Like, it, it, it's something, I mean, she... She could have a following, this lady. Like, she is, she's got style, and she's, and since I've known her since the beginning, she's be, always been, a, a, like, a, a chameleon in the sense of just, oh, a new vision, a new identity, a new new person. She used to have this blonde streak in her hair, and the hair was warm brown. 
and uh, always insisted it was natural. And of course, it wasn't, but I, I just loved it. Love this. Well, it's just something hmm, a little different. Yeah, and boy, oh boy, those early those early years. Uh, it, it's it's just all quite remarkable. And now we're older, and <coughs> life is changing. Our futures are changing. But uh, we're together, and I'm uh, blessed to be with her. And I guess that was the how I started off on this little tangent of uh, seeing that one of the things is that the possessions that uh, that count a lot. Well, they define my life in so many ways, and I guess kind of I, I like where my life went. I, I like my books. And my bar and the artifacts and things there tell the story of my life. And uh, I'm not ready to give that up yet. So i got to be careful how we arrange this. Because moving from a house to a condo means getting rid of stuff. And I'm not that ready. And I, like I say, that's, that's, it's, uh, that's the puzzle that's to be solved. Um, and I think it's waking up to the fact, well, what counts? Is it the here and now? And not those things from the past. Or telling the story of the past. You should be telling the story of the now. And imagining the future? I don't know. So hard to picture. So hard to picture. I just hope I can keep some of my positivity... And, oh my God, I sure would not become a, want to become a grumpy old man. I've got to stay upbeat. And I wonder if I rely a little bit on having listeners to, to keep me, to keep me going. Is it like, do I feel, do I hear just a faint cheer coming from the listening audience? Saying, yeah, Ken, come on, man. We want you to, we want you to keep winning. We care. No, well, that may be asking a little bit too much, but but cheering me on. I, I want. Uh, I, I I need that. I want that. And I think I've got it. There, there's a few of you out there <laughs> as individuals. We're not talking to a listening audience. We're talking to individuals who who these words will resonate with. I could give out the names, but you know who you are. Uh, and I'm not going to insult anybody else by not including their name. Uh, but I do. I mean, I, I picture. I know who is processing these words and uh, and uh, following along on the journey. And I thank you for it. I thank you for it. And maybe this <laughs> this is necessary for me to keep on going. Like I do question the question. Believe me. Sorry. Let's reset that button. Make a sentence, Ken. Hmm. Now I forgot. <laughs> yeah God those thoughts can be so damn slippery sometimes you just express it it's there and you can't quite see it and oh it just ran away it just ran away like the clouds um but uh and <laughs> trying to tell myself it doesn't matter Ken move on Anyway, no, I, yeah, yeah, I was, I was getting back at uh, how much I appreciate your, your love and support. 
um, the individuals out there. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll be back a little later. I'm going to finish off my book, No One Left to Come Looking for You. Yeah. Lots of fun. And, uh, and good to, definitely good to get something different. Switch it up a bit. Yeah, no. Okay, all right. I, I want to I wanna just sum up one thing. Yeah, we're all on paths. And sometimes parts of the path seem sort of predetermined. Yeah, that's that's the way it's going to be, man. That's going down that route. And uh, other parts you like to feel, no, I've got control. I can make decisions and choices at this point and this point and this point. And uh, still regain the sense of being in control of your life. That has always been important important for me to feel I've been in control of my life and and uh, and to make those changes like to do set out get an idea and set out and do it and I did it and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. And I cheer on any of you out there who've uh, done the same, changed the course of your life, or made a decision here or there that you're now grateful for if you stop to look back at it. And uh, that's important. Yeah, we, we all have to feel we have some control over our destiny. And I do feel feel sorry for young people today, younger people, my children's age. Um who I think are looking into a darker future right now, or it certainly appeals that way. They're they're in growing up in the midst of much darker times, and it was a conversation I had with the accountant last night, how we locked out in this particular bubble, post-war birth and baby boomers, that we are, my God. We had freedom, we had jobs, we had music, and if you're in Canada, you didn't have to worry about the war in Vietnam and uh, other things like that. We had a great deal of freedom and enjoyed it and spent it and had luxury, relatively speaking, even, you know, though uh, there are times we lived sparingly. We had what we wanted. We could get a job. And again, in particular, being white and middle class made things a lot easier with an education, an opportunity for an education. Yeah, no, it's tough, and it's not right. It's not right the way the world is right now. I know, I'm sorry, this is an entirely new topic, but it's something is, is wrong about this sim system of, of feudalism. And it's interesting, because that is the underlying theme in this book. The, these young people just wanting to be themselves. I mean, I'm stretching it here, but, you know, and express themselves in, in ways that, uh, you know, finding out where to fit in talking about, you know, the roads that their parents have taken or something else. And uh, the villains being the Donald Trumps, you know, the rich people buying up these real estates who have nasty people behind them who can put pressure on people. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mean game of warlords out there. And I think that is what so much of the world is like. And we, we hope we can preserve the freedom and the, the, the blessings that uh, we, we Canadians, most Canadians, I think, enjoy. Signing off. Thank you. Bye. Stay tuned for part two 
Thank you.